Hi everyone, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. I'm Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work stemming all the way back to 1996 there at that website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. So I'm going to be looking at the second Pixar release here in 2015. It's called The the Good Dinosaur. It's an animated feature, as with all of the other uh, 15 Pixar releases. Um, it's an adventure film, primarily. It does have a little bit of science fiction, a little bit of fantasy elements to it. It's PG-13, uh, excuse me, it's only PG <laughs> for peril, action, and thematic elements, and the runtime is an hour and 40 minutes. The vocal work here is done by Raymond Ochoa, Jeffrey Wright, Francis McDormand, Jack Bright, Steve Zahn, Anna Paquin, and Sam Elliott. Uh, John Ratzenberger does get his cameo vocal performance done here, too. Uh, Peter Son is the director, and Meg LaFave, who was a uh, one of the co-screenwriters on Inside Out, does the screenplay. Uh, but it has undergone... It's one of those films that has undergone a great deal of uh, rewrites, uh, which I'll get to in a moment. Um, the movie offers up kind of a an alternate history or prehistory of what might have happened back uh, in the day 65 million years ago uh, when that theoretical asteroid that hit earth that wiped out all of the dinosaurs if it had somehow missed the earth and it had never uh, uh, you know the, the the wiping out of the dinosaurs had not occurred this is uh, kind of a supposition of what might have happened kind of in a fantasy way though uh, dinosaurs are the ones that advanced who evolved to learn how to speak and perform uh, uh, instances of agriculture and uh, and humans are more uh, you know they, they, they're still uh, like cave-like they're they're uh, troglodytes basically uh, at the beginning of the film we see uh, the two main oh, two of the main characters Papa and Mama who are dinosaurs they're awaiting the hatching of three of their eggs and eventually springing forth from the eggs, they have uh, the uh, unruly uh, uh, kind of like Bam Bam from the Flintstones uh, uh, rambunctious buck. Uh, we have the enthusiastic and sweethearted Libby. And then the third and final egg hatches and it's the overly jumpy runt named Arlo. Uh, buck and Libby, uh, they begin to grow and they take readily to their parents' instructions, but Arlo, is as the runt is always lagging behind in his rites of passage uh, primarily out of his innate sense of fear and that causes papa to have to take a more aggressive stance with the the uh, the tyke to get him to where he thinks he should be in life when their uh, stash their silo of corn is constantly being raided by an unknown critter uh, papa puts arlo to the task of putting an end to that critter and uh, that results in Arlo setting a trap and going in for the kill. But uh, as he looks in the net of what he's captured, he discovers a feral Neanderthal boy uh, with dog-like tendencies. And he just can't bring himself to commit the act. Uh, eventually, the two uh, end up having a, a series of mishaps that sees Arlo and uh, Spot, as Arlo has dubbed the uh, the feral boy, uh, they end up washed away down the river, uh, quite far, far away and uh, quite far from home. And it, uh, the rest of the film is them uh, being forced to make the long and perilous journey back to uh, to the uh, home ranch for Arlo. And they have to go through many strange lands and encounter many stranger creatures. Um uh, 
as I kind of alluded to earlier, The Good Dinosaur was a is a Pixar film that was plagued uh, for years with production problems. Uh, they, you know, the internal problems in the uh, the company, uh, some layoffs and things like that. Um, the closing of one of their uh, their branch offices in Canada, and it just caused a lot of uh, delays to the film. And eventually, the creative teams that were involved with it uh, changed over the years, and um, they ended up doing some rewrites. They didn't feel the material was strong enough; it just wasn't working. And so, new people were brought in. They made a lot of alterations to the story. And uh, well, you know, long story short, now the long-awaited Pixar film. Uh, the Good Dinosaur finally does see the light of day. It was meant to be released in 2013 and then got delayed to 2014 and finally into 2015, almost at the end of it. And at the end of all of this, uh, I don't feel that it is a terrible film. Uh, but this is a Pixar film, so you know the, uh, the, the, the measure by which we judge it is often a little bit different because we expect greatness from them. And um, I will say it does fall significantly short of their stellar reputation in in some pretty big ways. The animation here is surprisingly good in some respects. Uh, anything that's not directly related to the characters on the screen is actually breathtaking to behold. Uh, the environs, uh, the natural environments that we see the, in the film, the mountains, the rivers, the forests, the skies, they're so vivid and detailed. Uh, they, they're basically photorealistic. You'd, as you're watching any of, anything that related to the actual main characters, you'd swear that you were watching a live action film. It's stunning what they're able to do with this animation. Now, coming off not quite as effective as these natural environments are, uh, these cartoonish main characters. It, it, they're especially out of place in such a realistic world. Um, the dinos especially look like they belong in a different and more cartoonish movie. Uh, they kind of remind me with the way that they, their, their eyes look and their teeth look, the rounded teeth that they bear all the time. They look like one of those Ardman Animation Studios productions. Uh, Ardman Animation were the designers of the Wallace and Gromit uh, shorts, as, as well as the uh, the Curse of the Were-Rabbit, which was released theatrically. They also did Chicken Run, and earlier this year they released Shaun the Sheep movie. Uh, it definitely looks a lot like those, uh, rather than your typical Pixar film, and Arlo, in particular, looks very rubbery. He doesn't really look reptilian. He's almost like a uh, like a giant neon wacky wall walker that's shaped like a sauropod. Uh, if if you're going to uh, to try to qualify the genus of Arlo and his family, they would be apatosauruses. Uh, or sorry, what what is the correct? <laughs> I'll say Apatosaurus. Uh, now uh, looking at Arlo, I just it just made me hungrier for gummy candy. I felt like almost go, just going out into the lobby and getting something uh, gummy for me to chew on while I'm watching Arlo because he he just looked delicious. Uh, the science in the Good Dinosaur is complete bunk, as you can imagine. Uh, you know, you don't you have these animal these. Uh, you know, humans evolved uh, despite the the dinosaurs still existing. It didn't seem doesn't seem very logical to me. Uh, you know, is there enough food for everybody? That's the question. But uh, you have to suspend disbelief uh, in this film because it is a cartoon, and 
So you're not going to, it's, it, you know, when you watch the Flintstones, you don't squabble over that, do you, I guess? Uh, and because the film is seems to be primarily aimed more for children, uh, very few, if any, children are going to mind uh, the scientific aspects of the film because they're going to be absorbed by these very cute and colorful CGI characters. Now, Arlo, as the protagonist, he's very clumsy and outside of some of his uh, nervous tics, um, he tends to do a, a lot of uh, a lot of falling down. He falls off of the sides of every cliff he's on, and he falls off ledges, and he goes down slopes repeatedly. He can't f- seem to find a way to stay out of flowing water, and there's a redundant nature to the action. It gets pretty stale pretty quickly uh, because a lot of these perils are the same thing over and over and over again, and you would think that he would learn from it, but he just doesn't seem to uh arlo's sole task in this film basically is to overcome his fears and so because of that we know the story is going to place him in jeopardy at every turn until such a time where arlo will either either overcome these fears or he's going to be consumed by them so because this is a pg rated film and it's meant for families i guess you can see it's fairly clear where the story is going to go including what actually will happen at the end but once it does happen uh it feels rushed unfortunately and 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 as i started uh, as the credits appeared on the screen i felt it just it, there was something so empty and unsatisfying about the way that it ended it just felt like uh it was unearned and i felt like there should have been more and it, uh, you know even though this film has been worked over time and again it feels like uh, there's just too much here that went into different directions and I think they just kind of slapped it on and it didn't, uh, it needed more time in the oven, so to speak. Uh, now some of the perils that Arlo and Spot have to overcome, um, I think because this is a film, as, as I mentioned, meant for families and aimed toward more toward the, the children side of things, it's a little problematic because there are some grotesque moments in this film, including a decapitation of a, a creature, and uh, the main protagonists are often uh, basically being attacked or, or being threatened to be torn limb from limb or, or, or consumed by other characters. Um, it's a little too harrowing, I think, for if you have a sensitive child, and despite the PG rating, I would say if, if you're a parent of a sensitive child, I want to warn you that some children... Not all children, because um, the children that I went to the screening with had no problems with it, but they may have been more inured to this kind of thing. Uh, but every child is different, and some may find the movie a little hard to bear in certain scenes. And I, you know, th- given that this is a film about overcoming fears, I guess you know there there, <laughs> there may be a teachable lesson there to, for them to overcome their fears and continue watching the movie, or they're going to start crying and want to leave. I don't know, but. Uh, it's not, it's not a, a movie that's particularly fun either, except for uh, the scenes of Arlo and Spot bonding. Those scenes are great. I that's when, when the movie works. It's during the scenes of just Arlo and Spot. I love those scenes. But somehow, whenever they encounter a new group of creatures that have speaking parts, uh, the movie just it seems to go astray, and uh, and it keeps happening time and again. Now, Pixar. You know, if you're looking at the the arc of Pixar, um, you know, people were saying for the last five years that they've been in a critical decline. 
Um, Inside Out was released earlier this year and it became one of their best films and it put them right back on top again. So uh, people knew that after Cars 2 and, and Monsters University and Brave, um, that they still had greatness in them. And so it was a sigh of relief for Pixar fans. But The Good Dinosaur is likely in the minds of many to erase whatever momentum that they've had in securing the fervor of their fans, unfortunately. And I will say of, of all of the 16 Pixar releases, it's my least favorite of all. And I even rank it below Cars 2. I mean, not by much, but somehow if I had to watch another film again, I would rather watch Cars 2 easily over watching The Good Dinosaur again. Hopefully they'll find the lack of success for this one to be, uh, as I mentioned, that teachable lesson. Maybe they'll have a teachable lesson here that they always put in all of their films. It does hit its stride from time to time, but like the wobbly need Arlo at the heart of this film, it seems to stumble often, scrambling desperately, trying to cling from falling down the proverbial ravine to mediocrity because of its uninspired situations and its many unpleasant confrontations. Two and a half stars is what I'm going to give uh, The Good Dinosaur out of four. And two and a half stars on my scale means it is not a recommended film because it is uh, it, it has all of the elements here to make for a good film, but it just can't get them together. I believe that all of those rewrites, all of the differences in the creative team and the need to just get the film out there now uh, may have been a little bit too much for this this movie to bear. I think that uh, in the in the conception stages, there should have been way more work there before they decided to to uh, to roll film and. Unfortunately, it resulted in a mediocre work, and so that's why I'm giving it two and a half stars for The Good Dinosaur. I'd like to thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. Click the subscribe button if, if, you, uh, if you did, and you'll get to hear all of my reviews down the road. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes, it would help me a great deal if you left a review there as well. And uh, it only takes a few seconds, and it helps me out a great, great deal. Thank you for uh, listening, and until next time, enjoy your time at the movies.